Hi guys, welcome to yet another great episode of Jessica Geeko. This is Taylor. As you can kind of notice, I'm flying solo today. Nothing to worry about. Amanda and I are not splitting. We're not getting divorced. No need to worry. Um, basically, I just want to talk about a subject that I'm very well versed in, but Amanda's not. And that subject is going to be the amazing thing that we have been blessed and graced with, known as Spider-Gwen. Now, I know you're sitting there going, wait, did he just say Spider-Gwen? He means Spider-Man, right? No, I mean Spider-Gwen. What this is, is this is a one-shot that we got last year, basically in an alternate universe, which if you know anything about Marvel, Marvel is all about their multiverses and universes, and apparently they're all canonical, and they all intertwine with one another, but that's timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly, and I'm not going to get into that. So, what we have is, this is, an, like I said, an alternate universe, where instead of Peter Parker getting bit by the radioactive spider, it's actually Gwen Stacy has... Which gives us an interesting part because Peter Parker, being normal, uh, you know, battling with depression and wanting to be special and special to get Gwen's attention, decides to do his own experiment, which actually turns him into the lizard, interestingly enough. And it's just, there's this big battle, he... he Spoiler alert, he dies, and, you know, it's this really touching moment where he basically tells Gwen as he's dying, he just wanted to be like her. And, of course, thanks to J. Jonah Jameson's big mouth, he blames uh, Spider-Woman for Peter's death and turns to see against her. You know, good old J. Jonah Jameson, you know, he's good for about one thing and one thing only. But, it's... <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say I probably don't have enough adjectives to describe this book. I will keep repeating myself, and I apologize now, but this is, it was amazing. I was not expecting it. It's its a different take on Gwen Stacy. She's not the little nerdy girl, you know, who Peter Parker's had a big uh, crush on. She's actually, she's a punk rock bitch, and I'm kind of okay with that. And I mean that in a completely loving, admiring way. She's the drummer of a band called the Gwen, the, not the Gwen Stacy's, I'm sorry, the Mary Janes, which... Not something you expect Gwen or Mary Jane herself to do. Now, I'm not a big fan of Mary Jane, so the way they portray her in this comic book, I actually like. She's spoiled, she's rotten, and everything's only about her. Which, you know, it's kind of the normal Mary Jane thing, but it's taken to a higher level in this one. Another interesting part of this book is that, for anyone that knows anything about Gwen Stacy or has, you know, watched The Amazing Spider-Man... Her father's the police chief. So there's this great battle of morale and what's what's good, what's wrong, what is vigilanteism okay, and not just from Gwen's father herself, but from Gwen Stacy, um, which I think was a very, very interesting take on this book to watch both of them struggle with this idea of good and evil, which you know, goes into the whole thing of, it's not just black and white. I will warn you now, two warnings actually, first, this book is really kind of confusing, mainly because you have to read the one shot, and they do give you a little, like, previously in Gwen Stacy at the beginning of the book, which is good enough, but it's still, it's a little confusing, plus, before they officially came out with the, the actual book, not the one shot, but the actual book, there was this thing called the Spider-Verse. Which, again, Marvel loves the multiverses. And it's mentioned a couple of times in the new book. 
so I would suggest picking it up or reading it on Wikipedia. But quick little diddly do, you know, it's going to tell you about it. It's basically where there's this threat to destroy all of humanity. You know, Marvel's really good at that. Woohoo. And basically these spider people, you know, Spider-Man, Spider-Woman, even some spider creatures, basically travel to different universes to get to recruit the other spider hero of that verse. And like I said, it gets referenced a little bit in the new Gwen Stacy book, so I would at least pick up that Wikipedia and definitely read up on it before you do. Now, like I said, I love, absolutely love what they've done with this book, mainly because I've always liked Gwen Stacy, and so to see her as the hero is very nice, versus the damsel in distress, and, you know, definitely with what her normal story is, which I'm not going to give any spoilers to that, because that's a major event in Marvel Comics. So definitely read up on that, or go watch the movie. I prefer you read it up on it, but, I, you know, movies do it justice a little bit. One of my favorite parts of this book is that the villain is not your normal villain. Yes, you've got Kingpin in this, but he's in jail. He's been put in jail by Spider-Gwen already. Um... Frank Castle is in it, but he's actually a detective, which was a very, very interesting take on the Punisher. But the main villain of the story, outside of the Vulture and all these other characters, is actually Matt Murdock. Yes, you heard that correctly, Matt Murdock, good old Mr. Daredevil. Was not expecting it, let me go ahead and tell you that. <laughs> I mean, he's still your New York everyday lawyer. But there's some, there's, he's much darker. He's evil. He's brutal. He's ruthless. And I love it. Let me go ahead and say it. I love it. So I'm interested to see where they'll go with this character. Especially considering that he's actually working with the Kingpin. I think he's up to a little bit more. But we're going to have to sit back and watch and see what's going on. Another thing I really like about this book is that Gwen kind of has herself a guardian angel. You know, that inner voice that only she can see. Funnily enough, it's Spider-Ham. Yes, Spider-Ham. You you heard that correctly. Even more importantly, it's Peter Porker. So, before you think I'm crazy, he's from the Spider-Verse comics. And he's, a, he's from another universe where it, it was a pig that got bitten. And so he's become Spider-Ham. He's hilarious. He's funny. He's kind of the moral compass. A great way to categorize or you know if we're gonna really go into a you know the comparison think of him as kind of the claptrap of the group if you played borderlands he's basically the one trying to guide gwen stacy when she's so confused about whether she can go home what you know what what her limits are is very 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 interesting it's hilarious I mean, he's talking Spider-Pig, and it's quite interesting, because he doesn't seem to understand sometimes that only Gwen can can hear him and see him. But here's my second warning, guys, because I, I, I definitely suggest go up and pick up this book. But here's my second warning. It's going to be hard to find. I know. You're probably thinking, oh, no, my comic book store will probably have it. Here's the thing. This is the most sought-after and highly acclaimed book of this year. Aside from Silk and Black Vortex, this is the one that everyone has been told to look out for. I'll be honest, I got lucky. Lucky. 
to get a hold of this book. And that's saying something because I actually have a subscription, a pull box down at my uh, comic shop. So I missed out on issue one, but was looking at that when I went to pick up two, they actually had a second issue of one. So pick it up. I give it five stars, which if you know anything about me, I'm a big DC Universe fan, and I'm sure you've heard my rants recently, but I love this book. It is definitely something I recommend, and you know, you will definitely hear more about this from us. I'm determined to get Amanda to read it. She probably won't like it, but hey, it may not be for everyone. Speaking of, after you guys listen to this, I want you to go read it, and I want to know what you think. If, big if, there's somebody out there that genuinely does not like this book, come to me. There may be a prize involved, but I want to know why. I don't just want to hear, oh, I didn't like the book, where's my prize? So, definitely read it, pick it up, praise it for all its glory, or not, don't. Definitely, definitely, if you don't like it, come to me, I want to hear from you guys. So, hit us up on Facebook at, you know, it's just Facebook, search for Destiny Geek Could, as well as, if you Google Destiny Geek Could WordPress, we've got a fantastic new website, and that's where you're going to see a little more of me and Amanda's writing. It's basically going to be stuff that we don't have time to record, but we think it's kind of interesting, I just wrote a really nice piece on the on how Christopher Nolan's influence from the Dark Knight series has affected movies, TV, and comic books. So definitely check it out. We've got some great stuff coming up. But like I said, pick please, please, please pick up Spider-Gwen if you can get a chance. It's a great book, and I think everybody will enjoy it. So this is Taylor, and I really hope you guys pick this up, and I want to hear from you. Y'all have a great day.